All right, good to go. Now you ready? This is it, homie. This is the message for the motherfucking ages. <laughs> so check this out. I'm gonna I'm try and lay this out in a way where it's not so um, so uh, constricting, so to speak, because I felt constricted throughout this experience, but <clears throat> I don't feel like that shit no more. And then, and then I'm gonna see if I can relate to you guys. So today I had a massive breakthrough. Today, before I speak on that, let me imply a little more as to how I function in reality. Early on, the principles that I recognized about life is that you set your eye on something. You say, this is what I'm going to be. This is what I'm going to have. And you don't settle for nothing less. Now, our whole life, we do nothing. We do a bunch of settling. So, like, that's a normal thing. We're always settling. But once you act on this accordingly at a consistent basis, you begin to to notice the things that you're settling for that you didn't notice you were settling for beforehand. You see what I'm saying, Tev? Yeah. Well, what do you... For example... The majority of us have jobs that we don't want to be in. Yeah, you're right. Like, modeling sucks. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> no, but real shit, bro. Real shit. The majority of us have jobs that we don't, we don't, uh, that we, we don't want to be at. That's called settling. And the only reason we're doing that to ourselves is because we don't feel like God is going to supply what we asked for. Because if we felt that God was going to supply for what we asked... We wouldn't be doing that shit. We would just sit down and wait for it. You would wait for it or would you go out and get it? Well, that, in, a, in a sense, both. You'd be doing both because you'd act, you'd act according to your intuitive processes. But that in that process, there's waiting that has to be done because there's moments when you don't know what the fuck to do. I see. I see. So what are some keys of how you can... Pull that into your reality. Okay, let's look at this then. Let's, let's look at this. I'm not going to imply that anybody does what I did because that shit was hard, my nigga. But what I am going to say is that you can do it the way you're uh, moving. So you can move as fast as you want or as slow as you want. The mod- What I'm saying is that you already have a job. You're already making your income. You're already set in your ways. And because of that, you can move from where you're at. What I did was basically said, I took this knowledge and information and I said, okay, if I don't have to settle, then I don't have to work. And, <laughs> you know, and uh, I went in and out of that for, for basically my whole life. I went in and out of working and not working. But every time I would go in, it'd be a better job or a, a position than beforehand. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, but did you just regroup after each job? Did you just know that the job ran its course? It's like it's like my spirit would tell me, hey. It's because every time I would go into a certain space, that space would start to crunch in on me. It'd be like um, I, my my level of standards, my level of self-respect. What I mean by that is to, to the degree that I would allow people to treat me a certain way, I would become more aware. I'd be, I'd be, it would become more apparent that I was actually being disrespected in the space I was in by um, as as the time passed and I would and I got to a point every time 
where I would have to stand up for myself. And most of the times that would get me fired. Did you feel or pushed out each of these um, jobs was something that, you know, you had to learn a lesson from. You could even imply that, bro. I did. I, uh, you, I, I felt like everything I've gone through in my life was for that lesson. But you could say, yeah, that in my experience, these jobs were where I gravitated towards so that I could come into that realization. But at the same time, we could understand that no matter what job you go to, somebody there is going to play out the space that you need to experience. If you're, if you're in a state of consistent growth and a, a seeker of truth and honesty and knowledge, so to speak, you're going to always meet the person that makes you feel a certain kind of way that forces you to respect yourself that much more. I live that every time I jump on this app and in real life. <laughs> right. Hit us, hit us, Zoe. Tell, tell me what you mean. Um, Literally, I was in a room. Um, All the men saw that I was very sure in my ways. They're like, oh, you're not humble enough, Zoe. I'm like, huh? You mean I'm not at your, your whim? At your, what, you know? Or like this and that. I'm just like, no. You guys are not used to... A woman that knows herself. That's it. Well, now I do. Yeah, and, and, and you're further pushing yourself into that knowingness of self. We could both agree to that, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And so um, that's basically what this experience feels like. You just get to know yourself more and more. And then those that don't know themselves become very apparent. Because they try to limit you or they try to disrespect you or they try to put you in a box that you know you shouldn't be in. There we go. That's exactly it. Yeah, rules and regulations get put on you. Um, also, a quote I just learned off of um, something I was watching. They said, anybody that wants to control you is actually scared of you because they know and see something in you can you elaborate deeper uh as it to, can object uh, you... you're an objection pretty much to whatever their agenda is if you don't go along with it so if they're trying to control you like so much it's just like all right you're not doing what we want that's like in any group or gang like okay you're not doing gang shit Okay, so with that being with that being said, can you give me a um a direct uh reference relative to you? Oh, Go ahead, Tab. I mean, well, Zoe, um, like, like this gang activity you're talking about, right? Like, what'd you have to do? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nothing. No, it's because in the past I'd be like, oh my god, my boyfriend has to act like this. He has to act like that. But y'all know, the older we get, we realize, some of us finally realize, oh, it's not, it's not about controlling who we're with. It's about letting them be who they want so you could see what's so really... So you can see who they are. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's pro- With that's pro- them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it. that's actually what um, I'm uh, having... Uh, this my whole life. And, and, it's, and it's, it's difficult because... You know, you, 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 you're scared. And it's not that even that you're scared of the individuals. 
you're just scared of life in and of itself. I feel like if you have, go ahead. Yeah, because um, investing or allowing you in in their space, they don't know what you're capable of. So that's pretty much it. I think naturally everybody's just scared of the unknown, so they like control over it all. Because if you don't have control over what you have around you, you go into this fear-based experience. And that puts you in another weird space. So it, it feels better to have some sort of control over what's really going on in your life. That we all know nobody can ever control anything. The more you control, the more you actually don't have a hold of anything. Yeah, and I, I also, from a different perspective, see it as um, any of the situations that you go into, they are somewhat manifested by you or your higher self and um it has to do with you learning what you need to learn or raising your awareness to what several jobs where people have um put me down but uh, or hey tell you something's going on with your mic oh shoot really let's do some weird shit yeah. Let me try now. I this... thought it was my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was my phone. How's it now? I legit was about to it's get out now. and come back in. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Yeah, I guess I was just saying that, you know, um, in my experience, the way it's been for me is that anytime I've had these situations, because I've had a, a lot, um, it was always because it always came down to really people were mistreating me and people were trying to control me um, because I did not have that love and respect for myself. And they also are perceptive and they pick, are able to pick up on okay, like when people know that you're like, well, uh, they pick up on it. So when people know that you're, you're lit, they know that you're a star. They know that you're like, you have that amazing energy they try to feed off it. They try to just keep you down, but it's really up to you to make yourself like uh, rise above and um, light, light the fuck up. Hell yeah. <laughs> and just by my following, just by being in the room, they swore like they were tearing me apart, but everybody started following me every time I looked at my fucking profile. <laughs> hmm. And that's because you hold true to your integrity, so to speak. You, you, you don't let the, um, the, you don't let no one douse your fire. And that shit is hella attractive. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That, yeah. that na- naturally people find that attractive, and um, so that, I recognize that too, cause I got, that's why my following is getting big too. Goddamn. <laughs> oh, it's just hilarious. Um, so go ahead, Tab. Yo, people might be sending you some motherfucking pictures though. Just slow down, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, let's look at this. Let's look at what's actually going on within within these dynamics. Basically, what I hear is that when one when an individual begins to recognize their self worth, that turns on some form of light within their energetic field. This light begins to agitate other individuals that don't recognize their self worth. 
at least relative to the uh, self-worth that you've attained. Is that what's being said to you? Yeah, exactly. Go ahead, Wendy. Yes, and then that's why they want to control it because they're scared that you're going to go out of their box that they want to have you in. Yes, 100%. Uh, Zoe, you have anything to say? Okay, so go ahead, Tab. I was going to say she's popular. She's probably getting hit up in the pictures. But go ahead. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, uh, this is going to get crazy, bro. So, like, there's a magic to this. Not, not only is recognizing our self-worth actually making us feel better, um, actually making us uh, see life from a, a much enjoyable perspective, the environment is literally shifting. So the, the, the more we hold true to that energetic spectrum, the environment has no choice but to follow suit. Yeah, I agree with that. You raise your vi- your, your your vibration so much that um, it actually shifts everything around you, and and everyone around you feels it, and by automatically repels them away, and it brings the reality which you seek or which you desire or which is best for your higher frequency to you. Yeah, we could, uh, for, for, just for basic scientific minds, it's called the morphogenic field. And so we, the masculine aspect of reality, we learn to hold positions. It, the external aspect of reality, the feminine, has no choice, goddamn, but to mold into that uh, reflection that one has learned to hold. And that's, that's basically what this is, bro. That's why God said we don't have to settle. That's basically to me, be still and know I am God. It basically, that's it, bro. Like, if, the reason a, a wealthy man is naturally still, if you understand what I'm saying. Can you break that down? So a, a, a man of poverty, which is basically any fucking body, bro, they have thoughts that are always flowing through their mind. Thoughts of uh, lack, thoughts of insecurities, thoughts of uh, left, right, up, or down. We can get deeper here in a bit, but we can go back to the, uh, to the man of wealth. Let's say that some man worked his ass off, spiritually, physically, and mentally. He didn't even know none of these concepts. But what you will begin to recognize is that this man is free-flowing. He's not thinking about nothing, or she's not thinking about nothing. The thoughts are clear because there's no worries, because the bank is full. The, there's no worries because the energy body is integral. There's no, wor- there's no jealousy, you know, because we have, we, we see that man sits in his self-worth. And so naturally, it's, 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 a, it's a both-sided spectrum. You could reverse engineer the experience or you could engineer it uh, from, from the front door. You can work your, uh, work, work your way up to it or just go take a fucking seat, learn how to steal the mind, and, and, and enter into that frequency of pure faith and trust. All right. So for those listening uh, that want to be on that track 
to wealthy. Actually, even beyond wealthy, it sounds like living in abundance and just being where you want to be envisioning and just having your future. What are the steps? What are the rules? What are what are some things that you recommend for um, for yeah for everyone? Go ahead, go ahead, Wendy. You start to. Um, wait. Repeat the question. <laughs> I was I was zoned out drawing right now. Yeah. So the the question was, what are some uh, steps, or um, I guess, what is the process for one to have the mindset of someone who should be. Uh, what we consider abundant, wealthy, um, just happy, like, you know, just fulfilled, have their cup filled. I feel like for somebody to feel that way in general, it would be more of a, what he's explaining, where you're just knowing, and how Zoe explained it, where you're just knowing yourself. Because if you know yourself, no one can come tell you anything other than wise. They can't tell you you're not abundant because you know and you feel it and it's happening right in front of you. And it's just a feeling you have to have within yourself where you just have faith that everything is so going in the way that you have imagined it and like imbued it upon yourself. If you continue to think that you don't have, you're going to continue to not have. So you have to change your mindset from a very ugly negative way of thinking to a more, more open-minded get out of that box that you got stuck in when you were born i love it that's beautiful so uh and i 100 percent agree um zoe do you have anything to add always remember your cause like why are you doing what you're doing like um, go over it, analyze it every second, um, figure out, do I still want to, you know, keep doing this? Um, jot it down. I like to um, make lists. Um, just a disclaimer, you guys, I just got braces. So that's why I sound like <laughs> <this>. <laughs> And this shit hurts. But um, I know that shit to be true. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's it. I'll stop. What about you, Tay? Have you got anything? Um, let's see. You know, uh, I felt a shift. So I'm in the process of leaving that mindset. So I left the mindset before. I, I would call it victim mentality. Uh, you know, like uh, I, there used to be a phase where I'm like, man, everyone's treating me like shit. And it was true, but the, the ultimate truth was I was treating myself like shit. So I stopped treating myself like shit and things around me shifted. And now I'm at a place where everyone around me is supportive and has my back, which is beautiful. But now I'm at the point where I realize what I do, even though I'm, I'm comfortable with it, I'm comfortable with what I make, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't feel uh, fulfilling for my life's purpose. So now what I'm doing is I'm starting off my day with uh, gratitude it's taken stress out of my life. Cause the, even though that, like I had that, this job, there was stress because I feel like I wasn't fully aligned with this job. It's not really for me in that sense, even though I'm good at it, et cetera, et cetera, I can, I feel dull um, with it. So what I've been doing is uh, I've been jotting stuff down every morning, 
I've been um, using the first 30 minutes to kind of just, I say things just, uh, you know, I have gratitude. Um, I'm grateful for this, this, and that. Um, today's going to be an amazing day. So usually it is. Like, nothing really counteracts my day to where it's like, oh, man, my day is fudged. Um, and the next phase of that is to let go of this this job, which I believe is a fear of mine. Uh, so I'm planning on doing that over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'm trying to take a trip right now, and the three places I'm looking at, um, either is Alaska, Utah, or Maine at this point, and I'm going to be going next Thursday. So I don't know where yet. Uh, some more research I got to do. They don't have rental cars in Alaska for some reason, which is insane. But that's another story. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. So I'm I'm listening to you guys and just looking to take more notes because um, it's a little nerve wracking making the shift and letting go of a job. So King, what what do you have? I want to bounce off the what you just implied about a victim mentality. Before I do that, I want I want to recognize that so that the anybody listening to this knows what we're, what we're implying here is that you, you literally have the fucking ability to set your mind on something. I don't care if, if you're like, a, I don't care if you're the brokest individual in the world. You have the ability to set your mind on something, head towards it, know it's yours. And literally the, foot, the, the, the stones will be placed under your footing. And so what I'm saying is that you are, are, are 100% um, in control. You're not control. You are 100% accountable for everything you go through in your life experience. And what basically when I say victim mentality, the fullest degree of non-victim mentality is even looking at the fact that you just got in a car accident, even if the fucking car hit you. And implying to yourself, something inside of me is what made this happen. You understand? I don't care if fucking uh, left field just knocked in your face. That 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 was an attraction point. And when once you that's deep though. That's where I'm at with it. And that's just heavy. <laughs> you gotta work that. You gotta work out your little spiritual arm, so to speak. I'm not saying that we're anybody's weak. But what I, at the end of the day, that's what this comes down to. The majority of us, so to speak, we tend to blame others for our own personal experience. We and then unconsciously most of the time we just like oh no this is your fault this fault or we even blame others for so to speak making us feel a certain way and I like to say how can anybody make you feel you know what I mean how can anybody make you feel at the last time I checked your feelings were your feelings so what that means to me is that yeah somebody may have done something that agitated uh, a lot uh, something that lacked integrity within you and you fold it to that experience. But if you really want to come into your co-creatorship, you have to recognize that your strings are your strings and nobody should put, should be, uh, have the ability to put their finger on your strings because at the end of the day, when that's happening, they begin to play your music for you. And now you're listening to their song in your instrument. Um, what Tayab said, um, that was beautiful because you, what came to my mind instantly after you said that, it was me, uh, realizing that you've stepped into your grace. Like you are understanding that there is never a problem. 
So like you can't victimize yourself any longer. And that's like to me it's like you it's like a point of where you've hit the understanding that it's all it it, it all is what it is, but you can't, you don't have to make something big out of anything. You just I don't know how to explain it. It just feels great to be in it. Yeah, no problems too big and no problems too small. You know what I'm saying? It's not even a problem. Uh, it's a process, right? I think, I don't know if that was King that said that, but um, yeah. That is it. Yeah, that really is it. Can I read something? Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Um, here it is. One moment. Every hour of every day, someone is allowing a clown who has not done one thing of historic significance for the lineage to question the actions they've taken to move their family's needle. Somebody always has something to say about what you're doing for you and yours. Pretty much. <laughs> oh no, I like that. So oh, go ahead. Uh, elaborate on that. Can, can you, um, can you give us some guidance as to the actions one should take when these occurrences occur? Um, usually, um, this person wrote that if it's the fruits of their, um, what is that quote? Um, pay attention to the fruits of their um, labor, right? Judge a tree by the fruits of its labor. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That's pretty much what this summary is saying. Like how, how can you say that when you haven't done a goddamn thing for your own? Why are oh, okay. you yeah, yeah, what yeah. I'm doing I for love, me I and love. mine? Mm-hmm. So many people. <laughs> so many. <laughs> yeah. Go, oh, go. No. Yeah. So many people. Oh, you want to talk? Go ahead. I mean to cut you off. Go ahead. I was going to add something to it. Um, especially men who are dating single women. Um, You should do this. You should do that. But they've never, like, you know, with... Like, they never had a kid, right? I've only dated men that don't have kids. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it's, yeah, my preference. Um, They swear they know what they're saying. I'm like, you've never watched a kid 24-7, over 48 hours, 72 hours, none of that. Day in, day out, day in, day out. It's just you. But you swear you know what to do with them over a mother who kept them alive. <laughs> We'll go ahead next. Uh, yeah, that's that's. Um, I mean, there's a lot to break down in that, um, but not to say that. I guess one thing I would just say um, personally is like, you know, you dating single men and you have a baby. It's almost like you're asking for the opposite of what you are, and you're expecting it to be something that will fit. Like you know what I mean? And it sounds like it's more of a judgment thing on your side. But I know your intentions are good. But I wanted to get to that point, though. You know, yesterday I was listening to people talk. Um, and, you know, I was getting attacked in this room. And it had to do with some issues overseas and um, how um, Muslims are targeted, right? And how there's this view of what they are. So all I said to everybody was like, oh, so there, you have an issue with people having a belief that it's okay to fight back. So, you know, why does someone go extreme? Well, it's the way they're treated. You treat someone bad, and in general, 
the average person is going to give you back that same energy. So if you're dropping missiles in a country and you're invading a country, et cetera, et cetera, why would the people not have a, a bad image of you and support people who want to do something to harm you? Um, and that's just my comment really meant, though, it's interesting. The majority of things that people speak on, they don't really know about. It's only through um, their uh, perception of something that they can't experience. So the example that you gave is a perfect example. You can't expect someone to know how to how to raise a kid or be around a kid if they don't know if they've never gone through it. They're like, oh yeah, I watched my someone so I, I saw that I saw a movie, I saw it on TV. You know what I'm saying? So we can be better and we should know better. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want to share. Hey, what's going on, Royal? Um, not not to cut anybody off, but so be still know I'm God. Can you give us some feedback on that? Be still and know that I am God. I came here to uh, support you, my king, first and foremost, my brother. Uh, Be still and know that I am God. The stillness, the stillness. I got a download the other day. I got a reading. They told me, be still. Go into nature and take a nap. And so (laughs) I did this. And I went uh, onto this hammock by a pool. And I, I, I got so prepared for it, right? So I got the water. Um, because he said I would need water. I got my crystals, right? I was I was l- worried about like how I would like look, you know, or or the insects like being able to um, like penetrate my skin. So I wore clothes. Um, I had a hat. I had like my mask so that people didn't think I was like uh, rude or anything. I went out into the hammock and I could not fall asleep. And uh, the reason why I say all of this was because the, in the preparation of it all, the preparation is what had caused me not to be able to be still and gain the messages from the universe that were meant for me. I simply needed to go outside. <laughs> hey, brother, I fucking love that. Uh, that's beautiful. Um, I want to elaborate on that so much, but uh, go ahead. Keep... Yeah. Yeah, I simply needed to go outside and be still. If I didn't prepare for it, if I didn't prepare to prepare, I it, it would have. I probably would have. And I gained the messages, but I feel as though I <laughs> I could have taken a nap if I had just simply gotten the message, then walked outside with what I was wearing, and just took a nap and received. <laughs> So stillness, stillness is this is this place between like grace and and the divine where I am. <laughs> it's supposed to be this simple concept, but the mind will tell you otherwise. But go ahead, King. Oh, this is precious. This is proper, bro. Because um, be still and know that I am God. You know how difficult that that statement, that quote is, when it comes to um, actually doing that until you get the uh the proper reflection you know because you it, it, the pressure begins to rise within the mind you begin to be still and then uh where's your uh what about your job what about your uh, if you got a car payment or what about your rent or what about your children or what about your bills you know what i mean and the the life that i live is i i had to first seek the kingdom of heaven and all else shall be given. And in that statement, what's being implied to me is that you have to let everything go and, and just have faith that everything's going to be all right. 
And I did that in my life, but I never fully did it. So like you said, bro, um, you got this message just as much as I did. But because I didn't follow it suit, because I tried to prepare for that experience in my in my day to day, in my my whole life, it was fucking difficult. You know, I could have been done with this process already, but I, I'm I'm too busy uh, fearing and preparing for what's already supportive. Yeah, uh, that quote. Um, just reading to my son. Um, everything's gonna be all right. This little Bob Marley book it truly resonates. So, Royo, we haven't really spoken much. Let me ask you, bro. Um, what's the fundamental principles, so to speak? Uh, I want to ask you this part first. And then I want to ask you another question. But the fundamental principles that you kind of live by in order for you to come into that next level of perception or uh, pierce through that next veil that's kind of limiting your relationship with God or the universe, so to speak. Peace, peace. Um, so the codes, the codes come to my mind. The messages come to my mind where I give myself grace. I have to honor my choices um, in this life and the previous. I've done some heinous acts. I've done unspeakable things in previous lifetimes. And in this, I, I knew that because in this time, in this lifetime, I didn't, <laughs> it's kind of vanilla. It's this this uh version this this timeline of mine is is vanilla compared to the the last ones I know this because if it, it still feels like I'm healing something like it would not you know you know I, I don't want to get too deep but rape did not transpire in this lifetime um burglary uh you know travesties did not take place in this lifetime and I still feel guilty you know, but this is a limitation that I placed upon myself. I was so powerful at one point. I was so powerful. I created a limitation because of, because of the travesties that I have done. I thought in one in one place that I should not have the power to be able to do this. Um, and so I created a limitation in my own mind that I am right now actively um, releasing. So this is what I hold on to. Um, when I am speaking, because God, to me, my God is flow. My God is grace. When I even speak to my higher self, it is an understanding. I did some fucked up shit and nature loves me and God loves me. There is no, but there is no, no there's nothing in between. It is just straight up. God knows I'm infinite. The universe knows I am. I am infinite. I am a star. Like, <laughs> I'm, you can't tell me I'm not universal flow. I am not ethers. I am not the avatar, right? I'm not Captain Planet. Like, you can't tell me I'm, any, I'm not any of these things. Um, but it is me. It is me telling myself that I should not. If I am the sun, I simultaneously scorch others just by shining, just by being myself. People cannot, cannot take the love because it is a... Like the ocean, you can drown in it if you are not doing the inner work, if you're not looking within, and if you are not understanding that you are a part of the whole, that me loving up on you without knowing your 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 goddamn name. 
loving up on you and giving you grace, that might seem like too much. You might ask yourself the question, what is he after? What do you want? You're loving up on me. You're speaking all these affirmations into me. What do you want? I know this kind of, you know, saying these words before and the last time that I heard them, someone took advantage of me. So I can't know this type of love you speak into. But me, I'm just here knowing that I'm loved, knowing that it comes from me. I am the generator. I am source. And that's what connects me to my higher, my higher self, God, the universe. When I know and I shine as the sun that I am, I am a son of God. I am solar energy. And that's what I have for the build. Does anybody else got anything to add to that? I appreciate you, brother. This is righteous. Peace and grace, my brother. I'm here for you. I just wanted to say everything you just said resonated like to a fullest extent. Um, when you spoke of your power, I felt it to the T because I've had moments that I've realized that in my past lives, I did a lot of things that are unspeakable as well. And that hit my core because it reminded me of the stuff that I have to go through here right now. This is why I uh, fear my own power. It's so weird. Like I fear my power to the point where I build walls against myself because I fear that I will not use it correctly again. And I fear that I will hurt people again. And that's not what I want to do. I, I didn't come to do that this time. So I go around people like King where they show so much compassion. He's had to check me so many times. I've had to been he, he legit will smack me in the face and say, you're not showing empathy right now. You're not doing it because I lose control and I know that I need help with that. But it hit my core. I was like, whoa, he's like talking to me direct right now. And yeah, the grace part is what I'm learning as well. Taya was recently just talking about something that I told him like, yeah, they're like walking into your grace and it's so beautiful walking into that. And it feels wonderful to be in it. And I just couldn't explain how it felt and you just did it. You just explained it. Can I speak into that? Um. Wendy, hold my hand energetically and understand that um, grace has a direct link and tie to worthiness. And in order to be grace stepping into that, you are also stepping into the mastery of self. I can't be graceful if I do not have an understanding that everything is perfect. Everything is perfect. Your choices, you have to honor your choices. Let me speak into me. I have to honor every choice that I've made in this lifetime and every choice that I've made in the previous. It's the only way I'm going to break down these goddamn walls, these barriers. My gifts are there so that I can serve the world. Am I serving the world to the best of my potential? Ask yourself that. I'm asking myself that. No, I am not. No, I am not. I get to have my gifts. They're on the other side of this barrier and I get to have them. They're mine. I place that limitation on myself because I believe that I would hurt someone or I just did hurt someone. And um, honoring choice, right? That grace 
is understanding that all the travesties that we've done, all of the harm and hurt that we have created in previous lifetimes, it was also perfect. We were also doing the universe's job. It's this is a really uh, challenging concept to adapt to and digest, but I'm going to speak into it anyways because I am the sun. All of it is the ebb and flow. Everything is the yin and yang. Everything going on in society, vaccination, government, all of it. All of it is supposed to happen exactly the way it is. Pillaging, the raping, the villages, all of it. That's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to digest. It's hard for me. But it all had to happen exactly the way it is. When you, are, when you destroy a forest, when you burn it down, you give space, all that carbon dioxide comes over. And a new forest flourishes even better than the one previous. And get this. I'll end with this. And then I'll leave the room. The plants and the forestation that were the seniors, the oldest ancestors, they flourish first. They grow first. And with that, I digress. Hey, I appreciate your presence, Royal. Peace and love, my brother. I'm here for you, man. Thank you for supporting my rooms, and I'll see you. Much love. Huh? That would sound like that Phoenix energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, what's destroyed, it becomes back stronger. It sounds like what we go through with our deaths and rebirths, our ego deaths and rebirths, our our awakenings, you know what I'm saying? And um, it's that everyone in this room sounds like they've been through so many, you know what I'm saying? And that's why you guys are all so powerful, you know? That is the beauty of life, and that is the beauty of what we call the struggle. Isn't it funny how I, I've mentioned that many times where I'm like, oh, I know what I'm capable of, but I refrain myself from going yeah. full force <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy because my whole life too um i always held myself back i never thought that i was gonna hurt anybody i just never wanted to i, I always felt insecure um everyone always made me feel insecure about myself and feeling that way i never wanted to make others feel that same way so i would temper my expression and it got to the point where I didn't even notice I was tempering it. And it got to a point where it disabled me. Yeah. See, the, the pain, the hurt that I speak on has to do with multiple lifetimes. But the one I speak on now that really hurt is the one where I left people behind that I didn't want to leave, but they were not growing. And uh, it hurt to do that. And I know now I have to deal with that as well because I have many people in my life that I want in my life, but I'm going to have to do the same thing again because it's just a, a growth for me and it's painful. It hurts and it hurts them as well. Like, to know that you're not going to be there for them always 
and not like in that way, but in the way of like, in the physical aspect, they wanted you there, but you couldn't be around something that was cutting you low. And you just cared for each other. And that's the kind of hurt that I'm speaking on right now, where I hurt them in that way where they expected me to be there. And I knew I had to keep going. Like, there's no stopping what you're doing. You're, the, what you're supposed to be doing is growing and evolving into your knowingness. And it takes lifetimes. And I've gone through a lot. I've gone, I, I know we all have to go through different ways of growing. And we've all done some unspeakable things. And it just takes with every lifetime you just keep learning from it and you remember yourself and remember the things that you did in the past life like I've had dreams about it and I've cried about it because I can remember what I've left behind it's just it's it's that's the kind of part I'm talking about there's a there's a Something that comes to mind, um, and it's the mind, um, you know, about stepping into that that force or that that uh, what we're talking to as far as you know our hey, have your mic your mic turned off on me? Oh shoot! All right, is this a little better? Yeah, it's better now. All right, so yeah, I was uh, I was just referring to like you know stepping into that space where you are still. Um, it is the mind that prevents it, right? So the key is to silence the mind because the way the mind works is whenever you have a thought, it just goes a thousand miles per hour. So if you have something that's a little negative, it's going to keep feeding onto that negative, feeding onto that negative, feeding onto that negative. There's so many times where we know we're capable of so much more. Like Zoe just gave an example of how she knows so, you know, it's really about silencing the mind, and that's where going into nature, we are able to silence the mind, even, you know, assist us in silencing our mind. Meditation does, that whole breathing, you know what I mean? Like, those are things that we could do. Cleaning our body, making sure we're eating good things, you know what I'm saying? Not drinking, because, like, I don't care what anyone says, alcohol puts you in a lower frequency, it's just... It is that, and just some people are better at adapting at it. There might be someone who's an alchemist, like, I can drink and it won't affect me. Then why are you drinking anyway if it's not going to affect you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, anyway, those are some things that came to mind. Oh, when I drink, it's for a light buzz, like a slight buzz. I like. <laughs> you know, that's actually sweet. It's crazy we're talking about this right now because. As I'm going through this growth process and I'm thinking these same thoughts today, Dave, like, does this mean that I can't smoke weed no more? Like, does this mean I can't drink? Does it mean I can't do these things? And um, I think my spirit goes, you're not going to need these things. Like, uh, a part of me says, you're not going to need these things. Um, You're going to feel good without it. But then it's like, um, yeah, I know I'm going to feel good. But I, I, I recognize these things as, as enhancers. Hold on, hold on. How many times in the Bible were they drinking wine? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. And, and like, <laughs> go ahead, Tayyip. Yeah, I could tell you that, um, that alcohol 
uh, itself, it comes from this word in Arabic for al-ghul, which is spirits, which is what you're literally drinking. And I know that, um, you know, that people mentioned that wine is mentioned in the Bible, but, um, you know, if we're like going in the religious order, it was outlawed at some point uh, because of what it was doing. And there are more people in this world that die from alcoholism that, you know, we don't talk about. Um, it is one thing that just goes into your bodies and straight poison. Like it's just that way. And then wine on top of that, you know, it's not like it's organic. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of it. I just know that it does lower the frequencies and it does do things to your body that um, are detrimental towards um, spiritual growth. But then again, if it's a part of your journey and it's meant for you to drink, then, you know, drink on. But um, that's something that I came across. And weed's a little different. If you look up weed, it actually increases uh, brain activity, I believe. And um, there, there's different studies about it. No, I'm not advocating for it because, I mean, for me, weed just leads to the munchies and I don't want to be fat. So I'm trying to resist yeah. I was with a voodoo priest and they, he made us take shots of some alcoholic thing. So it's definitely true about the spirits. <laughs> and as a Haitian, Haitian voodoo priest. Can you tell us that story? Um, I was dating his son. I think I mentioned it. Um, he said, my dad wants to invite you into his sacred space, altar room, his altar room. I said, oh, my God, wow, exciting. Because I, I was still into, like, witchy and magical stuff. I said, um, sure. He's like, he's never done this before. This is weird. So he, he might have just um already known, you know, he could pick up. He's a voodoo priest, hello? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just went in. Um, He did a thing. He washed us with some oils, lit some candles, um. I went up to the altar, looked at it, looked around the room. Um, I was very comfortable. And then he gave us uh, shots. Um, he said something, and um, then we um, he left the candle to um, burn out. When it burned out, the spell begins, I guess, <laughs> or the blessing. What, what did it feel like? Um, I was very comfortable the whole, whole way through. Um, usually, uh, I'm sure people would be scared, but um, I was into it. So maybe I'm a fucking witch. <laughs> this bitch. She was like, I like that shit, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, uh, when we get into the God concept, there's something that uh, always throws me off. And that's the um, implication that one should not be doing something. That implication in and of itself. Go ahead. Well, yeah, because not everybody should step foot in it. Um, if you don't know what you're doing, I respect it, though. Maybe that's why it worked for me to even be in the room because I respected it and I wanted to learn and see and witness. There's a difference. Mm, look, I want to bring up this concept. Who even said that hell was a bad place. Um, it's a dark space for the real evil ones that don't want to come out. The same people that feed you the alcohol. 
uh, I think everyone who's ever described hell has kind of like described it as like this horrible place of suffering and just like torment. So um, I've never been there, but I, think I might be in a version of it. Like, cause uh, I think being trapped in a reality where you are constantly forced to not forced, but everything's against you. It, it does feel like hell, but um, you know, heaven is promised to all, I believe. So, yeah. You got anything to say, Zoe? Yeah, um, it's definitely a real place in my eyes. Um, but no sin is bigger than the next. That's how God sees it. Um, you got to That's about it. But it's definitely real in my eyes. So when when I when I'm playing hell, uh, of course, yeah, no doubt, um, there are spaces that are fucking trippy, boss, like. <laughs> What I'm looking to imply, though, is coming from a perspective of balance. Uh, we got we have to fully recognize that because most a lot of people when they become spiritual and shit like that, they begin to shun the physical experience. I know this firsthand. I literally said, "Fuck this shit," and in doing that, I disacknowledge the fact that, like, goddamn, like if this shit wasn't here. I wouldn't even be having this conversation right now. Like, like what I'm trying to say is that I think I think that we have misconstrued as to what a demon actually is and its relationship to us. Because I recognize we are demons just as much as we are angels, and they, in a sense, they need each other to even experience existence in and of itself. You see what I'm saying, guys? Yeah, I can see that. It gives each other something to do, isn't that? Doesn't that go back to why I said, why are we all here? It's like to show out and something to do. (laughs) (laughs) In a sense, that's, 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 that's another thing I'm implying. Like when I start to feel holy and shit, when I start to feel all like godly, um, I start to neglect my character. I start to like not want to show out. I start to not want to have fun, not want to do those um, things that excite me. And uh, that rubs me the wrong way. I think that um, what more, sounds more, more uh, like from a space of actuality is that we could even say treating people the way you want to be treated is godly and doing whatever the fuck you want to do in a non-judgmental manner is demonic. And both these aspects are kind of necessary to even experience unity. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. What's up, Bolivia? What's up, King? How's everybody doing? What are you guys talking about? You explain, your room. Hmm. So, um, basically, we're at this moment we're we're recognizing the relationship from of how God and the devil relate, demons and angels, and mm-hmm. if we should even be partaking, and because like, fuck. 
who's why, why are we so inclined to partake in angelic experiences and so inclined to not partake in, in demonic experiences? And but at the same time, we we fucking get bored as out of our minds when we neglect the demonic aspect of self. And um, you see what I'm saying? I feel like all these things fit with each other perfectly. Yeah, I I do I I mean I do feel like for me like in my life I I I experienced that that part of me. You know what I'm saying? I had a lot of fun with that part of me. And then I got to the point to where like I'm, I mastered my lessons and I'm just like, I don't want to more smoke. You know what I mean? But in duality, I feel that if this whole part in the, in the matrix and um, in, in the matrix and that, that all of it has to, it was all a part of the plan. It's, it's all God. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's actually what, uh, oh, it was either Tayeb or um, Royal that was speaking on that. The basic fact that um, no matter what the situation is, negative or positive, it's all an aspect of self, all an aspect of God's creation. And it's uh, actually feeding into the direction that we're all supposed to be going. That we're all supposed to be going, yeah. I did. Go ahead, Um, But this is where everybody trips up. We got to remember, they say when it's all said and done, you want to be on the side of the Lord, not Lord Lucifer, <laughs> God's side. Yeah. So if I rather, in the end, like it's all fun and games, yeah, playing with the devil, <laughs> but um, in the end, you got to pay up everything cost. Um, so, I in the end, not with the devil. Yeah. So I did want to add my um, my perspective on just this whole concept about um, where we are, why we're here. Like for what was revealed to me and what I know to be um, like in my blood is that um, we here for uh, a reason um you know it is a divine purpose it's not just to like tap and in, tap into these things and we're you know that's it you know what i'm saying it's not about it's not about picking a side right you're you have a life's purpose and if you don't fulfill that purpose in this life you're going to be back for another one and it's going to be you know something of the sort till you actually get it right because that's why we i believe we do have past lives because of that and, um, you know, like I said this before, I'm not sure if anyone heard, but your name really explains like why you are here. It is the, it is the, yeah, you're the answer to your um, ancestors' prayers. And, you know, this thing about being God, I, I don't see it as like being God. I see it, I mean, it is in the sense that we are a, um, an attribute of his, like we are, we how do I say this word? Description of him? Like he gives us that. I mean, he. I shouldn't say he. I say Allah, right? Gives us this ability to tap into this at any point, as long as we are clean. That's why there is like these things, this all these books. There were people who had that knowledge, who were higher. Even now, we can tap into angels. And right now, where we are, the deities are more. Um, they're more around than ever now. You know what I'm saying? Like Shiva to to, I don't know, any of them, Ra, 
uh, they're all around right now. These jinns, they're all around. They're out because we are in that time of that transformation. That's why so many people are tapping into it. So this thing that we're talking about, you know, like, you know, God or the devil. Yes, everything is from from the from God. Everything is created from him. But I don't think it's like uh, we are we are stuck with one way or the other. It's just, you know, you do have something you need to fulfill. And if you don't fulfill it now, you're going to fulfill it at some point. And we are supposed to get to heaven at some point, I believe. See, and my, where my perspective is at is that, like, everything is preordained. And um, so every, we have, like, a divine bl- blueprint. And I don't even know, to be honest with you, I don't even know if I believe there's really a devil. Like, because I feel that everybody has to play their part in the in the play because the world is just a stage. You know what I mean? So how, how, how do we prove that there really is a devil when, it, when they were just being actors? to play out the, the part and the divine pl- blueprint to get us to where we are at in Ascension. Like every single thing had to happen. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, the way I know there is uh, the way I, I, I know there is, is um, there's this saying about uh, he is the king of air and he is the, yeah, the king of air. And what that translates to now, as I'm talking to you, this is coming to me. That only thing on earth that is is the land. Is the, is Your the, mic. Oh, sorry. The only thing natural is the trees on earth, right? Like the land itself. Everything else is a part of the illusion. Everything else is something that it does not, it is made by man. And he has right over that. So we live in a, the only way we're, we're getting downloads is by going into nature. We're not getting downloads by going into a building, you know what I'm saying? Unless it has some sort of stones, et cetera, et cetera. So you actually just helped me like really translate this over. Um, so the king of air. So we live in a lot of illusions and every day we agree to things that are spells. There's spell on top of spells on top of spells. And they're not just man-made spells. Like these are from someone who has divine codes that has actually... Uh, had this blueprint on and according to the battle that they talk about between uh, Iblis or Satan and God it is that he will always uh, mislead mankind from God so if you think about it every system that's in place right now that we're talking about has some sort of uh, way to keep you away from God that's why jobs are nine to five that's why your weekdays are like nine to five I'm sorry Monday through Friday and the weekends are your weekend by the weekend your days of the week, you're under days, you know what I'm saying? Like these are things that are all around us. They have us okay with death and killing. Like here, people are making a big deal about um, Trump, but no one addressed the Catholic priests that are, that have been raping boys forever. No one addressed like, you know, the things that are going on across the world that are atrocious. We look over it, but there was a point in society where we would have done something about it, where there was actually would have been a, a movement. But what they did is they just cover it with more stories and more stories. And like, this is a plot. I mean, I guess it could be man-made, but you know, these are things that I believe were divine revelations and they did, they were um, communicated at some point. And the sign of the antichrist in, in, in Islam is one eye. 
right now, Siri is one eye. Google Chrome is one eye. There's one eye on the back of our dollar. There's, you know what I'm saying? The cameras, the TVs, TV is one eye, you know, and the TV has been one of the most detrimental things towards society, even though people go like, it shows so much light. But I mean, I can keep going on and on, but I do believe that, yeah, there is this, this plan and this plot that we're actively a part of. This um, this should go so deep. <laughs> it's like so. I want to I want to elaborate relative uh, to my experience as to what I mean. Um, and this is gonna in a sense relate to what you're implying, Zoe, when you uh, speak on showing out. And kind of like what you're implying, Tayeb, like by going to heaven and shit like that. I think that we as humans, because we live in a state of lack, uh, we, we lack integrity, we perceive the wholeness of existence from a uh, non-integral perspective. And we use these little words like the God and devil to um, understand, so to speak, two energies that are imposing themselves uh, upon us at all times. And I could even relate to the fact that when we think of God, like God is silent. Like we don't ever hear fucking God speak. But when we think of the devil, the devil is everywhere. It's loud. You know, it's expressive. It, it, it's expressive. So you have the silent aspect of self. Be still. Be good, so to speak. And then the expressive. When you're still... There is no movement. There's no expression. So if I sit in God, so to speak, then I'm not going to be expressive. Like There's not going to be no colors. But if I embrace the devil, so to speak, and in a sense mix it up with the, with the God aspect of self, now we're cooking. And what, what I noticed that is the more I, I am myself, like the more I express myself, the more I can actually imbue the goodness of life upon others. Because when I'm silent, I become insecure. And I, I can't, you no, know, I don't give a fuck how beastie mode I am. Like there's nothing happening. I'm not sharing nothing with nobody. And so I, th I think that what, what's really, we're supposed to be beastie as fuck so to speak, but at the same time, in that balanced, uh, loving way, like, this is my uh, ideal vision of what I think we're all heading towards, I think I'm, I'm going to look at you in your face and be like, hey nigga, we're God, like, we, we, we're, 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 and you're going to be like, yeah, nigga, we're God, and then you're going to speak something, and that's just going to manifest in front of us, or I'm going to speak something, and, and we're going to know ourselves to be true in those days but at the same time we're gonna all have different expressions like i'm not gonna stop having uh sexual uh intercourse or interactions because i'm god you know and supposedly sex is a bad thing it's a devilish act and i'm not gonna stop doing these things because i'm god actually i think that the more we embrace the space, the more we go towards these things, 
in a balanced manner. Like the more we partake in ourselves, in in a way that doesn't necessarily take us off our balance, is the more we get to know ourselves, and the more we become empowered. What's up, Chaz? See, and I believe that, like, so you're basically saying we're gonna get to like um, an ascended master stage, like Jesus, where he was able to manifest anything uh, at the speed of light. Um, I, I believe we're going to get there too. I just believe that we have to get to a frequency to where we're responsible enough to, to not be irresponsible with our gifts. So you're right about the integrity, um, honesty, all of these things, uh, really get us to that frequency. You know, we kind of, we got to kind of, um, you know, it's just, it's just something that you just step into. And, and when you're there, it's, it's automatic. You're, you, you know, you, you've, you've earned it. You've earned your keep to not make to not mess it up. You know what I mean? Because you're in that frequency. Yeah, you know, I see it as that uh, we can get into that frequency, but the part where we're still a human, um, you know, plays a role of us going back into it. Because I've I've tapped into. I'm sure everyone in this room has a frequency where it just is so divine. It's just so beautiful, and you feel you feel everything. It's 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 so it's so like, oh man, I can't explain it. it just, I mean, you guys all understand it though. Um, and I think that's a, that's a, the balance of being human because you know, there's still so much conditioning that we've had that we get back into. Um, but to I think both of your guys' point, I, that I think that that phase is coming where we're going to be able to fully be in it, um, and it's probably coming like really soon so yeah really soon really soon brother i think i think i'm gonna be the way shower <laughs> that's exactly what it is like a lot there's a lot of us who are i was, I was joking i was joking though but go oh, ahead. well there are a, a lot of us who are awakened um you know we're going to step into that frequency um first like there's front there's a lot of frontliners you know what i mean and so we're, we're going to, we're, I, I mean, I believe we're going to be, uh, at that, um, Eden stage when, when we finally ascend and hit that frequency and we're going to have like a, almost like a crystallized form and people are just going to be like, Whoa, how'd you get there? You know, like they're going to see what we're able to manifest so quick. And then we're just going to be those way showers, those frontliners, those pioneers, you know what I mean? Like, um, and we, well, for me, I, I know that I, I chose that, you know, like, um, I, I don't ever believe I've, I've had another life. Um, I believe this is my only incarnation and I only came for, um, well, for a few things, but one of them is, is for, for ascension. But, um, you know, for us to be awakening first, we have to, I mean, it's pretty evident that we, we got it in us as souls to, um, to master it first. You know what I mean? Blindfolded without, without anybody physically. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, Olivia. I fucking love that shit. Like, like that's beautiful. Damn, I was gonna say something. Okay, when you when when you're looking at another, so when you don't know yourself, you look at another, and then you um, automatically you separate yourself. Have it be you're just looking at the body, like you don't even. Let's say you got past all the fucking uh, insecurities and this and the third, and you're just looking at the body. You're still separating yourself. And you're like, that's her, that's him, that's me, and it's me. Now, uh, what I'm in, what I'm implying, what's up, bro? 
what I'm implying is that when you once we get to this stage and it's kind of like rowing your boat, so to speak, like left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. And the, the more you get, keep going left, right, left, right, the less you do left, right. And then it becomes centered. And, in the, and that process kind of feels like losing your judgment of others and losing your judgment of self. It's kind of like a purification process. And, and when you, and you, you begin to get, uh, gain knowledge naturally, like I, I can't be angry at these individuals. I'm being angry at myself. And that in and of itself makes you more fluid like. And that's, that's what I feel is actually occurring for the most of all of us, really. Uh, it's so insane is that, I mean, synchronicity. I was just going to say, I feel we've been, um, I've been at least going through a purification process over the last, like, I don't know how many months, like literally stuff and habits that um, I was so fond of. And, you know, you guys know, like type of shit, like, like I either I've had the moments where I, where I could go down that route and it just did not happen. Or it's like, I have an uneasy feeling that I shouldn't do it. And it's like, it's, it's so overpowering where it feels like don't do this shit. It's really fucking evil where, a couple of months ago, I'd be doing it like a beast. You know what I'm saying? It's it's really insane. It's a, like a beast. Um, so I want to uh, let Chaz and Divine Being drop some knowledge for us. I love when I love the knowledge that they have, and I haven't really been able to be in a room with them and just hear them drop some consistent shit. And I would appreciate if you guys run, run some shit back. Okay, so um, I mentioned I heard I heard uh, Yeshua being brought up, also known as Jesus. Um, uh, interesting, interesting guy. Um, from what I've learned, he uh, he traveled to Tibet to uh, pick up on Reiki. He um, he lived in Egypt, and he uh, he was initiated into the mystery schools and. Uh, yeah, he essentially uh, also was initiated into Kriya Yoga through uh, uh, in a, who is known as an immortal being known as Babaji. Babaji initiated Yeshua into Kriya Yoga. Um, and this is all the stuff that Jesus learned or Yeshua. He um, ended up um, sharing. And, and this is why he was so powerful because, yeah, he was just all the way tapped in. Um but yeah, I, I like the title of the room, just be still and know um, I am God. You know what I'm saying? Um, it is it is good to find stillness and it's good to know. And I think a part, a part of knowing is not knowing. Um, I always like to say, like, it's it's all an aspect of awareness. Um, that I, that's why I don't always look down on like I don't I don't look at is, as ignorance as something that's bad or wrong. Um, I look at it more as a mystery um, because like what, what you don't know will always be greater than what you do know. Like there's just always so much information. Um, so that's why like when I come into these spaces, I'm, I'm really here to learn as well. Like I know I got, I got knowledge and stuff, but at the same time I recognize there's a lot I don't know. And um, I also heard, something mentioned about crystal crystalline crystal being crystallized 
I feel like that. I mean, this is just my how I feel, but I feel like that has to do with the sun, um, with the uh, the solar storms, the coronal mass ejections, and and um, and yeah, all, um, I feel like those who are tapped in, and you know, they're they're you know living a healthy lifestyle, and they're connecting their breath, they're grounding with the earth, they're getting closer to nature. I feel like. Um, the more the sun activity increases on the planet, that's those are going to be the people that begin to come online, and um, that that DNA that has been asleep um, starts to uh, become activated online. And um, I think this is where uh, these you know things will start getting more etheric, ethereal. Um, I feel like the planet will even be affected by this. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have to share for now. I want to build on that. Um, before I do that, Divine, do you have anything you'd like to say? Hey, I don't know if you're speaking or not, bro, but I can't hear you. Um, all right, go ahead. There you go. Hey, man, you hear me now? You hear me now? A little bit? Yeah, we're good, yeah, to, we're go. good to go. We're good to go. Yeah, basically, uh, it's uh, it's Yahweh, the Tetragrammaton. The Tetragrammaton is the four-letter word of of God, which comes from the the um, Paleo Hebrew, and then became modern Hebrew. But the Paleo, it's uh, reading right to left instead of left to right. It's Yod Hey Vav Hey. And uh, basically, it becomes yod heh vav heh shin which is from Yahweh, God, to Yahweh, Shai, God's salvation or God's messenger. So all you have is Yahweh and Yahweh, Shai, God, and God's messenger, God's salvation. So we call him Jesus. Jesus, Jesus and God is just Yahweh, Shai, and Yahweh, Ha, or Yahweh. But anyways, the tetragrammaton becomes the pentagram or the pentacle. That's the star with the circle, and that's why they called us witches or uh, wizards. And it was like it was a bad thing. Witches were witty and wizards were wise. But basically, uh, in the 1600s, they, they burned Giordano Bruno at the stake. They burned him alive, cut his tongue out because he was speaking truth. Uh, we lived by the Ptolemaic version of the universe, Ptolemy's the Ptolemy's uh, system, the, the geocentric model. And then we went to the heliocentric model. And uh, basically, uh, it has to do with your knowing your body. It's anatomy. We are earth, air, fire, water, spirit. You are yod heh vav shin Earth, air, fire, water, spirit. So the shin would be the shining. So uh, the four, the, the four square base of the pyramid is earth, air, fire, water. And the tip of the pyramid would be the shin or the shine shining at the top. And that's the star at the top of the tree. And that is basically uh, what it all comes down to is earth, air, fire, water, spirit. We are all Yeshua. Buddha, Buddha meditated by a tree. Krishna uh, plays the flute in the forest. Jesus travels through the wilderness, which is the wild with the animals. Because when Jesus goes through the wilderness, it represents the sun traveling through the zodiac signs. And 
it's wild. There's scorpions, there's uh, Sagittarius, there's a half man, half horse, there's a goat, there's a lion. It's the wilderness. And so uh, they called us witches and they, they killed us and they burned us alive and cut our tongues out so we didn't speak to people like Giordano Bruno in the 1600s in Rome. Uh, even uh, Jesus himself was killed for saying that he is God. And they said, what, what Jesus, you said you're God? And he's like, yeah, is it not written in law that you are gods? Psalm uh, 28.6 says, uh, you are gods and all sons of the most high. So me, if I said I was God, they would throw stones at me. But that's what Jesus said. He said he was God and they threw stones at him. And he referred to, the, to Psalms when it says that we are gods. But at the end of the day, uh, he was a leader. Jesus was a leader. Yeheshua, Yahushai. And he saved himself. So we can all be leaders like he was a leader. So if we are to follow this man, be like him then. And he was a leader. So we be leaders ourselves and we can save ourselves. Yeah, I, I love, love it, bro. I fucking love it. Can, can you guys hear me? No, I can hear you. Okay, so um, and I want to I want to come back and build off of what Chad said. So basically, what I heard Chad say about the the sun is that it's beginning to turn up, so to speak. The the flares are beginning to hit us. The power is beginning to hit us. And what I'm recognizing within my own experience is that this is what we're calling downloads. And this is what we're calling, uh, on some level, uh, pressure. Like, uh, many of us are going through chaotic experiences and we're unable to handle it. And many of us are going through uh, experiences and we're able to upgrade. Now, what for me, uh, my whole life has kind of been, like, uh, under pressure. But it's because I was turning up my own light. I was pushing out all the um, vulnerabilities and all the flaws within my own energetic structure. And I just want to share this with, uh, be, for, first and foremost, for the podcast, <laughs> but with the room as well. The only way that you're going to, at least in this form, uh, come into a state of self-mastery with, with the cooperation of the experience we're going through, physically speaking, is by entering into a state of proper integrity. And when I say proper integrity, what I mean is, is that we all, on some level, we, when we speak, we tell lies. We don't, act, we don't actually tell the whole truth. For whatever reason, we do it out of insecurities. We do it out of um, lack of knowledge, lack of knowing self. We do it from it. And it's, this is just with the mouth. You know, we do it because we feel we have to lie to a certain authority so that we don't get punished. And this in and of itself is what I, what I recognize is the, the foundation to everybody's um, fragmented experience. I know from my experience, the moment that I committed to being honest, I stopped experiencing bullshit. Like it, it took a year, it took like five to ten years to get uh, to flush it all out. But I stopped experiencing bullshit. I didn't deal with um, accidents anymore. I didn't deal with people um, putting me down. I developed self-esteem. I developed uh, uh, high levels of self-worth. 
I developed the ability to stand up for myself. I developed the ability to be expressive. I developed the ability to shine. And and I want to emphasize this. The, the only way I got here, of course, seeking knowledge, of course, that's what led me to the truth. But becoming truthful is, what, is the only thing I could ever give my power to in this experience, ever. I, I, if, if anybody ever asked me what it was, I can only imply I became honest, homie. And, and that developed me to a certain, that showed me everything. That showed me everything about myself that I wasn't seeing before. And, it, and of course, it took me the work to change these things, but integrity is going to be the key. It's what's going to make your literally energy body integral, a strong enough channel to take in the energies that are not, we are now all coming into. Mm. That's something that I want everyone to know. I love that. That's that's awesome. Anybody have anything to say? Yes. Yes. Um, saying saying only what you mean is essential for sure. When you imagine, will, and create your reality, saying what you mean is uh, essential because words are powerful. Um, you you attract that which you are so really just uh choosing your words wisely alchemizing your words not using words that victimize yourself um using words of empowerment uh expressing gratitude throughout the entire process giving thanks uh they say gratitude is the highest yoga and i love that quote because when i found out about it i was like oh wow gratitude is the highest yoga like i don't have to stretch like, I could just give thanks, and that's the highest yoga? Okay, cool, bet. I'm going to just give thanks. And that's me doing yoga right there. So I'm down. Um, uh, but, yeah, um, just using your words wisely, and as you cre- to create your reality with your words, you know, you go through uh, the journey by expressing gratitude. And um, and when it, also when it comes to, uh, you know, words in general, Words are illusions. All, all all words are illusions. Um, and and uh, therefore, the truth cannot be spoken. Um, the interesting thing about words is that they point to the truth. So we we can share. We can um, we can speak. Um, and this doesn't mean illusions are bad. It just means that. Uh, it's not the entire truth. I like to so yeah. I like to say the truth cannot be spoken, um, and it de- and the truth doesn't even need to be defended. Like the truth, <laughs> the truth is rocking with the truth without us. Like period. Like the truth is going to be revealed, regardless who's um, attempting to defend it or speak it or whatever. The truth is still going to come out. Um, and oftentimes the ones, the ones who. Um, attempt to speak it or defend it and they end up getting exposed on some on some real shit like then they're the ones that end up getting exposed like people end up finding about terrible things about them that they might have done or they're still integrating um so i i just i'd say all that to say that uh this you know this all comes back to your word um really just being mindful um what you say and uh not idolizing anyone who um speaks um because 
they're 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 simply sharing so i think it's best to just really just um have unconditional love at the end of the day because you never know what someone's going through and sometimes people do come from a space where they feel that what they're saying is the truth which is cool like i get it like there's certain things that can we can speak on that that we could we could you know we could we could all agree on it um like universal laws the laws of nature the laws of love you know the laws of god so to speak you know there's a lot of things that are really they're they're pretty they're pretty prevalent like they're pretty um pretty present like they're dang near impossible to ignore like cause and effect everything is vibration you know certain things like that um but yeah I, I just think there's uh, there's knowledge in everything, but at the same time, um, you you can only wake yourself up, you know. Um, I know what it's like trying to wake others up, and uh, it never seems to work for me at least. Um, but but when people ask me questions, then I'm like, okay, they say, oh Chaz, how do you feel about this, or can you tell me a little bit about that? I I see your bio and, you know, you, you read the I Ching or, you know, you do Oracle, you, you, you like Oracle reading and stuff like that. So then I, I'd be like, okay, let me give you, you know, let me give you some insight or answers. And if it resonates with you, cool. If not, then that's cool too. I'm not here to impose anything onto you. So I do my best to um, only share when people ask me or when the space is cool with it, like the room I'm in, if they're cool with it. But if if not, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to impose anything on anybody because that would mean I would be sharing knowledge without love. And that's not what I'm about. I, I like to share knowledge with love, not without it. So, yeah, um, I'm going to land my plane right there. Yeah, you guys hear me? Yeah, you good, bro? Yeah, brother, this is the age of Aquarius we're in. So uh, the age of Pisces, <laughs> there's so many, so many like ambulances going on around there. Basically, uh, uh, the age of Pisces was um, the age of belief. It's I believe that's the uh, it's called the um, the memos. You can type in zodiac zodiac uh, quotes. I forget what they're called. Zodiac memos, zodiac uh, archetypes, and the thing is. Um, Aquarius as I know. So religion is falling. I was religious. My my uh a lot of people I know were were uh I guess what is it called? Indoctrinated by religion pretty much. And so now when we start opening up other books, different usually we all had one book we opened. It was either the Quran the Torah or the Bible. So now once, and it's usually just one book only, one, one, one. Once you start opening all of them, more people are doing that and you see the similarities. So now uh, there's something called like om, omnism where it's, where it's all the religions. But beyond that, that, once you get beyond that, now it's like there is, it's not just all the religions. There's only one religion, but it's not a religion. There's only one science. There's only one truth like Chaz was saying. The truth is the truth and the truth will set you free. So that's what it comes down to is uh, we don't believe in religions anymore or gods. We, we know we know the science. We know the the uh, spiritual uh, meanings behind it all. 
I just want to point that out. So, I want to I want to uh, say, uh, relate what you just said and back to my experience, in the sense of how it kind of unfolded for me. Before I came into truth, I came into um, something that I recognize as Gnosticism. And before I came into Gnosticism, I came into knowledge. And the way it worked, it was like, I'm about to get rich as fuck for my family, and I ain't stopping until I do that. And so I went on this crazy search to understand what wealth was and how to attain it. And that guy like, just fucking, you know, I was imbued so much knowledge. I looked in every corner from my perspective. And I got to a point where everything, every book, every video was saying uh, the same thing over and over and over again. And I was like, this is what, this is when I was in the knowledge state. And I started to, I saw the point when I was like, I was fucking fresh to this knowledge though. The fact that your thoughts create reality and your emotions, the thoughts and emotions create reality was a fresh thing to me. This was years ago when I was like a youngster. And I was like, well, this is true. I'm sure as fuck not experiencing that, you know, because I have these thoughts and these emotions and they're not uh, creating my reality. And they were, they always were. But I didn't recognize that it ran deeper than what I thought it was. I was doing the work, but it was so much deeper that I had to do. So much more more deeper work but anyways i got to a point where i was like look god uh this shit is saying this and you know this is just being regurgitated over and over again i want to start experiencing this shit at a personal level i don't want to believe in nothing no more and this is what i'm relating to about what you just implied divine i don't want to believe in shit no more i want to know i want to know through experience and shit you not is when that's when I got guided towards Gnosticism. And in those days, what I understood about Gnosticism was that these individuals, they learned their, their knowledge through pure experience. And after that, I didn't really do too much researching anymore. I just started to um, get downloads and I, would, and I would learn through my personal relationships. And back in my days, my relationships were a fucking mess. You know, I came from a bloodline that was messy. And so I had to clean that shit up, at least from my uh, experience, my, my end of the spectrum. And that built me, you know, because I was actually able to temper my emotional states. I was actually able to fine tune my thought process. And, and this kind of been my whole path. It's basically um, coming to existence. I'm actually knowing God through pure experience now and on a, at a fuller, broader level. And all that obviously led to me becoming honest. You know what I mean? And that's kind of like what catapulted me into the space that I am in now. But I, re I say that to relate to the fact that um, I, I was naturally into, intuitively guided to want to know instead of wanting to believe. And, and I eradicated all of my belief systems at that point. Yeah, real quick. I have, I have no reason to lie. No reason. And nobody should have any, there's no, there is no reason to lie. There's no reason to lie. That, that's a fact. That's not an opinion. There's no reason to lie. You know, you might say, uh, oh yeah, you know, you love someone, you love your partner, you cheat on your, you cheat on your partner and you don't want to make them cry. So you lie to them. And when they ask you, did you cheat on me? You're like, uh, no, but you did cheat. 
So if you if you're saying that you're not gonna lie because you don't want to you don't want someone to cry, well then <laughs> then you wouldn't have cheated, right? If you really cared about them. So you don't you don't lie to protect someone. That's dumb. You you don't you protect them by staying true and don't cheat or break up with them and then go cheat, which wouldn't even be cheating if you're broken up, right? So there's no reason to lie. Not even not even to be to save someone or protect protect them from uh, uh, emotion that you don't want them to have. So uh, there is no reason to lie. And animals don't lie to each other. They don't. Only humans lie because we have languages. Uh, when, we, when we upgrade to telekinesis, with, when our bodies upgrade and we, get our, we start having telekinesis, telepathic, telepathy, teleportation, all this stuff, you're not gonna be able to lie to someone. There's a movie out I forgot what it's called, but you can see their thoughts in real time. Like, whatever they're thinking, you can see their thoughts. What is that, guys? But anyways, uh, you, have to to so you have to be truthful and you have to have good thoughts. Hey, I, I, this is a badass movie. I, um, I remember that movie. Oh, and um, Chaos Walking. Yeah. yeah, and they actually implied that uh, the women, because women... They don't. Uh, their, their thoughts couldn't be seen. Do you remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so that was that was uh, threatening to the world because they're like, "Hey, man, how come everyone can see the man's thoughts, but the women they have some kind of superiority because we don't know if they're lying or not. We don't know what they're thinking." That's kind of how it is in this reality. You see what I'm saying? They were kind of. They, they want to threaten you because. The lack of knowing is a fear. If they have fear just from lack of knowledge. Yes. What they don't understand, they're scared of. Like, oh, no, she probably knows something and hiding it from me. So they get all scared and defensive. But you're supposed to, yeah, that, 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 that's no way to handle it. Yeah, that movie has a lot of eye-opening uh, ideas. Tayeb, you have anything to add? Uh, you know, um, just uh, it does suck using a computer because I feel like, yo, I'm so slow with it. But, um, you know, I, what you were talking about earlier, uh, as far as you want to, was it experience or was it to know? I forget what you said. I, I, I was tired of re- reading the same thing over and over again without actually experiencing what I was reading. And and I and I and I and it resonated with me so so deeply. So I knew it was true on some level, but it wasn't being reflected. And I was getting tired of that in those days. So I, I told God, "Hey, I want to see this shit with my own eyes. So show me." And so what I did was I, know through experience. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Arthur? What's up, Moonface? Getting the crew in the motherfucking building. But yeah, that's that's basically what that was, Tayeb. So go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's up, guys? I mean, I'm glad everyone's yeah, it's always dope. And, you know, there's more people here. It's so beautiful. Um, I was just saying, like, for me, it was the opposite, right? I went on this, like, this, this journey of, like, just not believing in anything. And, um, it got to... Hey, check your mic. Check your mic. Oh, I got to this point of not believing in anything. And then um, over some time, I started believing in myself. And as I started believing in myself, more recently, I had more downloads and it kind of just gave me the codes and I saw and felt what 
what I believe is the grand scheme. It was literally like revealed to me in this insane awakening I had after a meditation, which is like a, I mean, it was like a out of, out of everything experience. It felt like I just got landed back into my body from wherever that start point is where everything begins and we get cycled into this, um, in this realm. So yeah, I just want to share that. Cause I mean, I resonate with what you say and, um, you know, now I got to do the other work. So like, you know, I listen to you guys always share information, like, you know, because I, I see the truth in it all and I'm trying to pull it all together because, um, there are some things that, you know, I see, uh, that don't get enough light in a lot of discussions where I go to these, um, these rooms about spirituality. So what I'm going to do is actually work on gaining that knowledge so I can share it because I know that these, you know, all these religions were true. They were the downloads of the time and their messages are divine. And, you know, what's happened since is, um, they've been scrutinized and demonized and infiltrated. So, um, you know, the core, yeah, just a, just a lot to process, but, um, I resonate with what you guys are sharing. Anybody free to uh, join or jump in when you like? For sure. Yes. Um, our skin, our flesh, our bones, blood, fluids, physical structure, and all matter is completely spiritual. We have all been in the spiritual world and always will be. All is spirit, always. So yes, that's, the spirit is the foundation. It always will be the foundation. Um, and uh, I would also like to share um, this uh, this passage, man. I love reading it because it always, uh, it, I mean, it still, it still resonates. It's like, it just resonates, but it says... Um, he who knows not and knows not that he knows not is a is a fool. Avoid him. He who knows not and knows not that he knows not is a student. Teach him. He who knows and knows not that he knows is asleep. Wake him. He who knows and knows that he knows is a wise man. Learn from him. I, love I could run that back if you guys want. So does that mean like uh, someone who, because my, my, a quote that I made up is <laughs> you already know it all. You just have to remember that you do. Is that, is that similar to the, what you were saying? Basically they they will. Yeah, I would say so. Is that what you said? You said isn't that the last thing that you said with what you just read? Yo, Divine, your mic's giving a little bit, a little of, feedback. bit of feedback. You guys hear me now? So basically, yes, yes. it's like if my son asked me, hey, dad, is the, is the earth a ball or is it flat? Yeah. I'm going to tell my son, uh, well, there's no picture. You know, uh, I, I can't. Uh, I, all I can say, tell my son is how the, globe, how the globe earth works and how the flat earth works. And I have to tell my son, you would have to leave earth and see for yourself. And I would tell my son that I've never seen it myself, but I will tell him that. It could be a globe or a flat earth until we prove it. And it's never been proven. Well, I mean, you know, we can we can see see that that's what it is. You can't just uh, Chaz is saying, don't don't tell someone that be honest. Basically, if, if someone asks you something, you either tell them you don't know or tell them you do know. 
but there's people who act like they know when they don't and avoid that person so you would just have to understand when you're talking to someone can you determine them if they're lying or they're telling you the truth and usually you want to make that clear to people you want to not not only do you want to be open i mean not only do you want to be honest i learned as a part of intercommunication class when i was in college that you need to be uh open as well as honest well you don't need to but this this strengthens the foundation of trust because without when it comes to communicating you need trust and when it comes to trust you need to be honest and when it comes to being honest you have to be open so yes you be honest when someone asks you something but being open is telling someone something without them asking you and that's how you gain trust uh but you have to be sincere and the word sincere by the way means it comes from the word without wax so sincer in spanish means without wax and this is because they used to build statues for the kings and say hey look i built this statue and then the, the king used to ask is it sincere is it sincer is it without wax because sometimes when the sculptures mm. when the sculptures messed up they used to put wax over the over the dents and cuts and bends and try to smooth it out because it used to be a little dip so they smoothed it out with wax and then they used to say yep it's sincere it's without wax so anyways guys uh being truthful and honest and open is is very important for the foundation of the family and then uh, and then obviously it starts with yourself and then your family and then your community and now we have a world of honest people See back in the Piscean age um last year and before um because I'm so transparent and so honest uh, I would get uh you could say like persecuted by family like I would get backstabbed I would get you know just ripped apart you know what I mean but it seems like now that we're in the age of Aquarius me being who I am my authentic self and just being truthful and just being me you know um seems like luck has changed you know uh luck is in my favor now you know so so basically um it's it's just like a like if you go into a store and ask the the store like Walmart hey guys uh, do you guys have any of this product on stock and the 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 employees either going to say yes we do or no we don't or i don't know and if they say they don't know you're going to say but let me go check right let me go check <laughs> So you have to go and check. So that's being uh that's like basically saying you know or you don't know what you don't know or you do know what you know but rather than lying. Yeah, just tell them straight up. I don't know, but let me go find out for you. That's it. Yes, that's the beauty of love. Unconditional, unwavering love. You could be like they they could be like, "Yo, Chaz, what what's what's what is uh what is three point one four mean? What is it? What's the significance of that? And if I can't answer them right away, with confidence and sincerity, like with the sincere, see what I did there? Now that I know what sincere means, if I'm not sincere, sincero, sincero, I, I gotta say I don't know. I gotta keep it real. Right, right, yeah. So I gotta keep it real and say, you know what? I don't know, but we can learn together. How about how about we find out the answer together? Together we gather, so we could gather the answer together, because it's 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 better to be honest and come together. Yes, gather information together, 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 homie, together, bitch ass niggas. <laughs> Straight out, bro.
And uh, just to elaborate on what Divine was saying, uh, when I began to develop my integrity, when I say I was developing my integrity, I literally took a whole, my uh, all of my energy and my attention and, and put it on the... Uh, I was scrutinizing what I would speak at all times, especially in the moments when I had to be honest or I had to lie in order to move forward in the experience. Like, like um, I lost jobs. I started to lose jobs because... It's kind of like God would make me make mistakes just so that I could uh, um, go through an experience that was scary as fuck. Like I would, I would, go, I would lose, I would go through, uh, if I was going to, if I would lie, I would keep the job, right? But if I was honest, I knew I was going to get fired because the mistake would have got me fired. And then I would instantly in that moment have to answer the question. And in that split second, I would make the choice to be honest because I was dedicated to that motherfucking shit just as much as I am now. And yeah, I would get fired. But then something so much better would come afterwards. And that's what kind of developed my faith and, and uh, power in honesty and integrity. That's why I love honesty, because I got proven the power of it. So has that ever got you in trouble, though? Like, I mean, oh, like... check this out. So what... So this is beautiful. This is something you, because you asked that, this is something that once you actually apply this to your life, you're going to realize yourself. I don't even want to share this with you, but I'm going to share it anyways because you asked. When I say that honesty showed me all the vulnerabilities within my energetic structure, what basically this to relate to what you just asked, I began to understand, understand as to what it means to be my own authority and to always have been my own authority. I began to uh, uh, recognize that these beings were, were never my authority. I was actually giving my power away to external um, stimuli, external individuals that reflected what I thought was authority. And by being honest, man, that shit got eradicated so fast, I started to become more empowered. I was like, wait a second. I, I can't get in fucking trouble, nigga. I'm not no goddamn... Tr you see what I'm saying? So, so being truthful is being righteous. Uh, not being truthful is falsehood. It's not righteous. And so if you tell the truth and, and telling the truth will get you in trouble, then you're not living righteous. So, so if you want to tell the truth, then you're, you, you also that means you want to be a good person. So you would do things that are not bad. So if you did tell the truth, it's not a bad truth. Like, here's the truth. I did do something bad. Like, so then you wouldn't be you wouldn't be telling the truth if you're a bad person anyway. So if you did something bad, you're probably gonna lie about it. But if you did something good and you tell the truth about it, what's there's no there's no consequence for telling the truth if you did something good. But there is a consequence if you tell the truth and it, it's something bad. It's a, right. So that's that's pretty much it. So now you just have to face the truth and say, yeah, when I do things that are good and I admit them, it's a good feeling. I get rewarded. Wow, you saved someone's life. Thank you for doing that. But then if I tell the truth and it's like I killed someone, now I get punished for that. <laughs> And that's the truth. Uh, good things get rewarded. Bad things get consequences. And that's karma. And karma, uh, Martin Kinney, he said, you can you can help it. Uh, you can understand it this way. Karma stands for K-Arma, which is knowledge armor. Your karma is your knowledge armor. You can have good karma and bad karma. So with your knowledge, based on your experiences, you will think twice before you do something in the future because you know whatever you do, that's good will attract good and whatever you do that's bad will attract bad so if you, if you tell the truth to people you, you gain friends 
And if you lie to people, you will lose friends. Easy. And so um, building off of that, I want to bring something around. To me, um, to me, living in the truth is living in the recognition that there, that you are uh, responsible. You must hold yourself accountable for everything that you attract into your experience, which means that you are literally the creator of everything you go through, have it be from an unconscious state or a very highly conscious state. And when I, what the, another reason why I emphasize honesty so much is because honesty literally shows you these things. Like, no, I can't get in trouble is what I'm trying to say. There's no authority above me. There's no one, there's no one going to pow-pow me. And, but there is. He <laughs> said pow-pow. <laughs> it can only be yourself. Go yeah. If, 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 if I uh, am under the uh, influence or the illusion that somebody outside of me can get me in trouble or somebody outside of me can kill me or somebody outside of me that can imprison me. Then a hundred percent, these things are so possible, but that is, that's okay because that's just you being at that level of consciousness. So that's that karmic experience you have to go through in order to go through it again to recognize that you are. So that's I can't. That spiritual challenge. Yeah, you, you, yeah. It's that veil that you have to pierce, and the only way I found that I, I was able to pierce these things is through truth. It's the sword of truth. Nothing can uh, go against the sword of truth. It pierces through all things. That's right. Um, if, if That's I, deep. That's deep. That is deep. When you said pierce, I thought of Jesus getting pierced in his heart. Uh, without him being pierced, him getting pierced and coming back to life, like it, uh, it's like kind of saying there's a, there's a storm. There had to be a lightning storm and thunder for there to be a rainbow at the end. So Jesus had to get pierced for everyone to be saved, right? And, and also for us to see that he was God because he come back according to the story. So basically that, that piercing through the veil is necessary. It's like the penetration. Uh, uh, some cannot penetrate through that veil, right? Their, their blade is not sharp enough. I guess it comes with sharp means. Uh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. Yes, and the and the more the more integrity, the more honesty, the more sharper the blade. Then, right? Exactly. Yeah, because we already have the sword, but what what the sword changes names as you go. <laughs> like you could have the sword of duel, <laughs> but um, and that's literally like uh, okay. So today I had a man. I had a crazy ass day today, but anyways, I met this guy, and he said something beautiful. He goes, nobody stops the man that knows where he's going. And I was like, God damn, that's so true. It's like, um, as you know, like you, when you know who you are, it's like other people just fold. It's like they just they act accordingly. And uh, we can't, what I'm implying is that we can't actually enter into that state. If we don't know who the fuck we are. And so if we have a dual sword, these veils, the people, you're us. We're all the veils. We all are actually veiling each other. 
and that's a natural thing, you know, this is the way it works. But we can we pierce through each other's bells. Like we're piercing through each other's bells right now, as a matter of fact. Well, slow down over here, man. Calm down. No, but um yo. <laughs> um I do uh I know we're recording this and yo, it's it's a lovely conversation, but no, you're uh, good, bro. I was gonna tell you at eleven you could uh cut it Yeah, off. man, I'm about to tap out. Man, it was a pleasure, everyone. You know, much love. Um catch y'all like on the other side of the veil, I guess. We about to have this party. But um all right. adios. Uh, yeah, well good night, Tab. Once again, I appreciate the shit out of you. Uh, See you on the other side, brother. Have a good night, yeah. brother.